Hello, and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us most of the time. I'm Nick Jenkins, and I am joined today by three friends of mine. Uh, the first two are on their own podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a podcast called Real Love. Real Love. Oh. That's how we say it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a podcast about two people in love who love talking about movies. And it's great and adorable. Agree. I can't believe you're going to watch or did watch The Fly. I <laughs> We talked. We spent an entire afternoon talking about how much you hate horror movies and don't want to watch a silly ghost story. Very specific kind of horror movies. Did you watch both flies? We've seen well, the old we've one. We've seen yeah. the old okay. one. But we saw the new one the, or the newer one last night. Yeah. And Rachel laughed and laughed through the entire thing because it's spoilers. It's <laughs> creepy, but it's really goofy. It's yeah. Like, ooey gooey. Yeah. Listen to gooey. our next podcast. Yeah, and you'll I'm, hear. I'm going to. I really. I. I was just say that is probably the most upsetting horror film I've ever seen. Oh, so. okay. It's so gross. It's gross and the poor man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then on my right we have uh, after recovery from surgery. We guess who's oh, back? You yeah. <laughs> gave us. Again. He's like, gross hoops ball. Yeah. <laughs> Tonsils are out and I'm back in. Yeah. And this was Matt's suggested movie that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to be doing most of the talking because Matt did have his uh, tonsils out. And so I decided that I would, or he decided, we decided. Oh, yeah. It was a group decision that <laughs> I, I get would. get nervous be... for him every time he, he raises his voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, honestly, the only thing that really hurts at this point is yawning. When I yawn, mm. my muscles in my throat stretch, and it's like, ah, stop! Yeah. And, and you no can't. way to stop a yawn. No, you can't. You probably shouldn't eat a real big sandwich either. Mm, I haven't tried yet. <laughs> Don't get into a hot dog eating contest. Or no, I a, might be all right. a sword on fire eating contest. Oh. A sword on fire. That's, what? <laughs> are those usually done in contests? I thought that was just like a freak show. Oh, sword on Where fire. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't eat the fire swords, do they? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we made that up. Clearly none of us are uh, sword on fire specialists. If you're a sword not. on fire, man, tell Please us. Please read it. Let us know. At Real Bad Pod. When mm-hmm. I can start eating the swords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today we are talking about the, I believe it's the first video game movie, uh, or first full feature length movie that was based specifically off a video game. Yeah. Uh, and that is the Super Mario Brothers. This was Matt's suggestion, <laughs> and Sam got really excited when he suggested it. So uh-huh. we're <laughs> we're gonna all talk about this movie that I think I'm gonna be the lone attacker on, but we'll see. It was, I think, the first movie I thought of bringing to the podcast. When you, uh, aside from like the obvious kind of Plan Nine, right? Like, when you opened it up to other non-B movies, I was like, oh, I'm bringing Super Mario Brothers on this for sure because yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about it. And then it was, the only reason we haven't had, talked about it already was because of like scheduling my tonsillectomy yeah. and we want to make sure that Sam and I were on the same episode to talk about it. Uh-huh. And, uh, so, I feel yeah. like in a lot of ways, I don't want to get too far into it, it is kind of a our generation's Absolutely. plan nine a little bit. It's like the worst movie ever made for people our age, kind of. I mean, like, that's what the, it has a reputation for being that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. That people f- not from our generation maybe, maybe don't know much don't about Don't care. Or, yeah, don't care. Didn't care when it came out. Yeah. And hate it if they see it for the first time now. Yeah, but we used to see it on the blockbuster shelves and, like... What's not to love? Yeah. Well, I remember when Mario it came course. out, when I first heard it was it coming out, I was kind of like, wow, how are they going to make a movie out of that? <laughs> right, and we were at the age where we're yeah. like... 
Fuck yeah! <laughs> Mario! Yeah. I'm the most excited six-year-old ever! I'm pretty sure my parents declined to take me to this movie because I definitely did not see it in theaters. I don't think I did either. I it think did it was not have a long the- theatrical uh, run either. That makes so. sense also. Um, but before we get too far into mm-hmm. that, I need to get one of you to tell me what the hell this movie was about, and that's got to be Rachel. So no. <laughs> oh, it went so well for Batman. I was versus trying Superman. to blend into the couch. <laughs> Your animal print did not work. Yeah. Rachel, <laughs> tell us what is the plot to the Super Mario Brothers movie? Okay, the plot to Super Mario Brothers movie is about two brothers. Who Are they? What or yeah. are they father and son in this? They're, They're brothers, definitely, brothers. definitely brothers. brothers. Are they? Okay. But they are There's adopted a... brothers, and he's like no. kind of like. Look, all right. Well, let's just get, let Rachil get through this, and we can. Well, I'm just gonna say before you guys jump in too far because there's a big discussion about this online, oh, based really? on some lines in the movie, as to whether or not they are okay what? adopted brothers or adopted father son. Well, he said specifically in the dinner scene when they're at the Mm -hmm. Italian place and then uh, Luigi goes, oh, you too? And but Mario. That's the Daisy who says she didn't know her parents. Right. Uh, And Mario doesn't say me too. So I was led to believe that he was not. They have separate parents. Okay. And then Mar and Luigi was like, Mario here helped raise me. So he was the mother and father too to me. So they were set. They are not related. But he grew up. So I was thinking like Mario is older than him, but not old enough to be his dad. So he wasn't really a father figure, but he was like a big brother figure. Okay. Kind of like a Blues Brothers situation where Whoa. they were in the same foster care maybe. Like same Wait, like were the home? Blues Brothers not really brothers either? I don't remember. I, but I, I, they were no. in the same like uh, yeah. uh, foster like, system. Foster yeah. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like same. home. And then grew up and aged out together essentially. Right. Yeah. So I, I that's not a bad theory. I did not interpret it that way at all. I have written down in my notes what happened to their parents because yeah. I took it as something happened to their parents around the time Luigi was born or was small and mm-hmm. didn't remember them so that Mario had to take over parental responsibilities. Yeah. And he at least was old enough to have been a plumber, an apprentice plumber with his dad right. before he because died. Because he says that line later on in the movie about yeah. – learning all he knew from their dad. Right. And he also talks about family pride a lot too, which I feel like ties in the fact that Well, that's actually part of something that I was going to talk about. Though. Okay. Well, okay. Anyway, so yes. the plot. Possible brothers, <laughs> yeah. Mario and Luigi. I'm gonna, no, no, no. I will I will say it's okay that he also calls it Super Mario Brothers Plumbing Service. Yeah. So we'll say, okay, go for it. Okay. So, it's about two brothers um who are in the plumbing industry. Indeed they are. <laughs> and they... Uh, <laughs> I'm closing... For those of you who can't see me, I'm closing my eyes so I can visualize this. Um, they go to a job that they're trying to get and there's this other plumbing company in town Led by kind of like a mop boss in Scapelli. New York, the Scapelli brothers, who is also d- has his hands dipped in a bunch of other things like uh, construction, um, and so Scapelli 
gets the job before them, and they're driving home, and on their way home, their truck uh, breaks down, and at this moment, uh, Luigi meets Daisy, who is coming from her... Altercation. Paleontological dig site. Oh, yeah, okay. Paleontological. Dig site. Yeah. And is trying to call the university that she works for slash goes to. um, So that way that she can get more uh, security. Because the Scapellis are trying to build a building on top of this place that's getting dug. Yes. And so, so Luigi meets Daisy. And then they Luigi falls in love basically immediately. Yes, yeah. immediately. Uh, and then Samantha Mathis. So she she is very charming. Yes, mm-hmm. She's I would a, agree. Uh, air about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they uh, he asks her out, and they go out for dinner. And this is the scene where I'm talking about where they <laughs> explain their parenthood. Um, they're both. They're all orphans, basically. They're o- right. but the, all, all orphans. Not Mario's girlfriend. One she thing, though, really yeah, we yeah. need we to. Uh, the movie actually opens with yes, her. The movie opens well, with. Hold on. The movie opens with oh, a cartoon oh, dinosaur God. scene yeah. oh, talking yeah. about the history of the world uh, yeah. that we did uh, not address. No, so the movie about opens hey, with. Five million years ago, there's uh, <laughs> some dinosaurs. Uh, but what if the dinosaurs didn't die? That part. Remember? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do remember. Yeah. Um, the movie opens with a uh, hooded lady running down the streets of New York and puts a giant egg <laughs> on the steps <laughs> of a church. Um, she does not wait for anybody to come to the door before she leaves, so Eggs who knows could have... protective suitcase, though. And then she places a... A necklace rock on the egg. <laughs> and then the nurse, not the nurse, why do I keep calling nurses? The nuns finally come in and get the abandoned egg. Uh, and then it hatches in their church and it's a baby. Yep. Like a human looking baby. It's a human it's baby. A perfectly human baby. And then the mom gets caught by Koopa. By Koopa. After she kill. goes down a pipe, which I liked a lot because uh, in the first few minutes of a Mario movie, someone yes. goes down a sewer pipe. She yes. Went down a pipe. So <laughs> picking back up from where I left off, and they're in dinner at dinner. <laughs> what happens next? They go. Mario and his girlfriend go back to her apartment so he can drop her off, and Luigi and Daisy go back to the archaeological site. Right, and then saboteurs. Uh, saboteurs. Scapelli. Scapelli are, there. are flooding their uh, her dig site so that way they can kick her out. And then they ca- have to call in Mario because he's a plumber. And then they they help fix it. But then the two uh, henchmen, yeah, yeah cousins, cousins yeah. come in from the other dimension that we All don't right. know. Yeah. That we don't know yet that they're from a different dimension. Fisher Stevens they're just and kind of that other guy. funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're stalking Daisy around town. Yeah, they're stalking Daisy around town, and they're trying to kidnap her. And women have been disappearing from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. And then, it's very much a Sarah Connor thing. Like, they don't quite know who they're looking for. Yeah. They're very dumb. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their, their, their main trait is that they are dumb and bad at everything they do. Yes. Yeah. 
Except when they Then they evolve. get smart and bad. Right, right. That That's going to be hard a little bit, but they get <laughs> um, evolved. So then the goons finally capture her and then jump into the other dimension where, or the other... Yeah, it's a dimension. It's a, yeah, dimension, okay. Yeah. Uh, where? Because what if the asteroid created <laughs> a parallel dimension? <laughs> yeah, what if? Where people didn't evolve from apes. They evolved <laughs> from dinosaurs. Hey, it could happen. <laughs> from lizards. Oh, yeah. Di- was this before they knew dinosaurs were birds? Or are they Prob- just probably? Or is that just too much for kids to? I'm not sure when they knew that. I feel like they knew that before that, but it wasn't popular to think it. I don't know. Right. And it's just yeah. way easier to say like this. This person evolved from the lizard. The lizard. From yeah. a lizard. Yeah. Um, so then the Mario and Luigi follow her into the other dimension, and then they and then wackiness ensues. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nineties <laughs> wackiness ensues. There's a King Koopa. There's a King Koopa. They fungus. have to put the rock that was laid on the giant egg onto the meteor. The meteor to bridge the world together. To bridge together. the world together, which is what the bad guy wants. Because the other to world do. sucks ass, um, and it's a bunch of deserts in one city. That yeah, King Koopa controls. and one of the most important aspects of the bad guy Koopa. King Koopa is that he has this machine that can evolve and devolve uh, people, people, things, things, yeah. living <laughs> things. And then um, so he had devolved the original king, which was Daisy's dad, into goo. And then just take, fungus, yeah, and, and goo and fungus, and takes over the city, and makes it terrible. Yeah, into a mushroom kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Mario and Luigi work with the goo. And Daisy does most of the work, actually. Mm-hmm. And then they save the world. Yes, and there's also really creepy Goombas. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That are tiny-headed. Tiny-headed the, Goombas. The Goombas are most like his minions that he has de-evolved into brainless soldiers. Yes. Right. The because end. we see Toad. Uh <laughs> Who's a musician? Who's a musician and is just is called Toad randomly by a police officer. Uh-huh. Um, get de-evolved into a Goomba, and but he keeps his harmonica. He, they give him his he, harmonica. He keeps his harmonica. He keeps his niceness. Just put it, back just put on it on. Oh my yeah. god! So sweet. Vegetables. You're one of us. When he brings the vegetables back to her, it's the oh, sweetest thing. All the vegetable thing. Yeah. and then, then they they he gets burned. <laughs> like they uh, save him. They, they do save him. She does, but like, it's like she really like that. That was actually an interesting part to me. Was that I was really proud of the fact that the writers, the director, or the actor went like, "No, I gotta go save him," because <laughs> yeah. it felt like it could have been just something they left him burning, and then he comes back later, you know, with just his clothes burnt up a bit. But uh-huh. I like the fact that she had the agency to be like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite thing about burn. Toad, and this is kind of like I'm sure we're about to deep dive into some of these scenes, but. The very like last thing we see of Toad mm-hmm. is as Mario and Luigi go back through the dimensional portal, back to their uh, Brooklyn side of things. Daisy and Yoshi are both there, like <laughs> keeping the portal open so they can go through. And as they go through, Daisy and Yoshi even are both waving. Like Yoshi's arm is up waving, and they go through. <laughs> and then like a second or two later. Toad walks up and waves, but they are clearly <laughs> through the portal. Aww. Like Yoshi's like putting his hand down, and Toad walks up like, hey, "Bye!" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, Toad, they're gone." Buddy. What are we waving at? Yeah, uh, the high wall. <laughs> but yeah, 
Uh, all right. I think that's pretty much the story. Yeah, Dennis a, Hopper that's plays. That's as good as it's going to get, oh, yeah, friend. There's also an evil woman who is like... Petunia. Miss Petunia. Yeah, Petunia. Yeah. She's like kind of the real bad guy in most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and she gets turned to a skeleton. Yeah. In a, a creepy... That yeah. was really unsettling. That was yeah. one of the few parts yeah. I remembered from watching it as a kid. Um, uh, Nick, you want to tell us about this movie? Yeah. Okay. So, I had to deep dive a little bit because I didn't know too much about this. I just knew that it was sort of regarded as a horrible movie. Uh, I actually like the cast. Um, I like Bob Hoskins. I like John Leguizamo and a lot of what he does. And most of the time when – it's never John Leguizamo's fault that I don't like something. It's usually the material. So – like that, I like Samantha Mathis. I like Dennis Hopper. Um, so I'm like, great, this is going to be, I'm at least going to get to watch these people do some things that, you know, for whatever that's worth. But the movie cost $42 million, which is over its original budget. I think they were aiming for 35, but um, 42 million. And it was given to uh, directors Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. They're a uh, husband-wife team. And they had done stuff like Max Hedrum, which is where they got most of their fame, was from the show Max Hedrum in the 80s. And they also did a film that I really liked as a kid. And I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I really liked it. And it was kind of what introduced me to first liking kind of noir stuff. Is a film called DOA with Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan, uh, which is a great – it's a really cool film about a guy who gets poisoned and then he has to spend the entire film figuring out who killed him basically because he's they can't get the like he goes to a doctor and they're like we can't fix this this is going to kill you in like 12 24 hours Mm. and it's it's a cool mystery and and i really liked it and it's it's a very quiet film really at least as i remember it (laughs) just Mm. like super mario just like (laughs) super mario brothers now apparently what happened is the screenwriters wrote a script that was very kid oriented but these two directors came on and decided they wanted to do something that was very adult-oriented, and so they basically threw the script out, and there were daily rewrites. I thought it was the other way around. Was it? I mm. think so. They So I read much of the, Wikipedia, uh, of the <laughs> IMDb facts, okay. and a lot of it, it looked like it was originally written as like an adult film, but then the, like, the studio <laughs> and like, uh, Nintendo came on and they're like, "We want to make you more kid." Or maybe it wasn't Nintendo; it was like the directors. Yeah, it was. There was like ten different writers. Yeah, that were, were involved in the script. Yeah, script. I think like, the yeah. point is here is that <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It was. It was uh, the two were playing tug of war. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. the like, actors were the ones that really got screwed. Yeah, mm-hmm. out the of people all people behind this. the scenes couldn't decide. Yeah, what they were making. And what I, the problem, not the problem, but the reason that I felt the way I did about what direction that went is just because it kept going back and forth in that IMDb trivia. I could not figure out. Mm -hmm. And it finally, I I settled on that because it made sense that this ties back into more of their Max Hedrum sensibilities. Mm -hmm. But you could be very well correct. (laughs) Either way. Either way. I think the first draft, at least according to IMDb, was kid friendly. Then the second draft went all the way the other way. And uh, I think and so that's the one of... Bob Hoskins read because he mm. said it was sophisticated, the first oh, script he okay. read. And then I think it went back 
to the other direction. Kid, mm. and then it went like halfway in between. Okay. Speaking of mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins in the cast, I don't know if you guys saw in your deep diving who else was considered for this movie. So yeah. Many. But holy shit, <laughs> the possible cast for this movie included the obvious American Bob Hoskins, Danny DeVito mm-hmm. as Mario, <laughs> and secondary. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes, Mario. And the studio didn't feel like he could carry a movie at the time because he had done a couple of flops in a row. He had done Joe versus the Volcano and then something else, Turner and That is not the reason that I would think Tom Hanks shouldn't be Mario, (laughs) though. No. (laughs) Like, Tom Hanks with that mustache? No. Uh Uh-uh. He could maybe be Luigi. Yeah, he's tall and lanky. He could be Danny DeVito's Luigi. Oh, okay. I'm into that. That would be... (laughs) Creepy. I mean, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was uh, considered for Koopa considered as well as Koopa? Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Considered yeah. for Koopa, which either one of them would have been very interesting. I think Keaton would have been pretty similar to uh, Dennis Hopper as kind of like the creepy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Arnold would have just been like Mr. Freeze. Like, he would have been more like Bowser from the Mario games. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, he would have been, been able more to convincing Koopa. Walked like yeah. yeah. So. There were problems. Bob Hoskins <laughs> and John Leguizamo were so frustrated that they, at the end of the day, they would wind up getting drunk most of the time, and then they would just be just horribly hungover for the rest of the the shoots. Uh, it was really bad. Dennis Hopper was... And Dennis Hopper is not a person you really want pissed off because he's kind of unstable mm-hmm. or was kind of unstable. He's passed away. But uh, everyone was unhappy, and everyone was unhappy with the finished product. So... Comes out, it makes twenty million, so it makes mm. about half, which is no good. Uh, and That's why that uh, that sequel setup at the end doesn't really yeah. pay off. Yeah. <laughs> what year did it come out? Uh, Ninety three. Okay. But it, mm. I, I read some conflicting things that it sounded like it was shot with the idea of releasing it in ninety one. I think it was 92. It was like the year before. Okay. And then they postponed it. And they, well, I think they also had some editorial issues that they were just trying. They cut out a ton. That's why I want a re release of this on Blu ray. Yeah. They cut out a lot. I want. I want either an extended edition or all the deleted scenes on a DVD or Blu ray collection because I feel like there is a lot that is missing. Like just scenes where that would like maybe explain some things or at least connect some things. Yeah, and I want to see those. There's a whole rap scene cut out. Yeah, that doesn't even. Why in the '90s, early <laughs> '90s, would you cut out a rap? Scene? Yeah, you had Vanilla Ice and Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> yeah. Turtles too. Like, why not just throw that in there? Yeah, maybe they thought it was too derivative. But <laughs> kind of a cool soundtrack. I was watching the songs oh, go by and I was ah, like, no. It's my least favorite thing about the movie. I was watching Whoa. it. I was going like all these bands. I'm going like, hey, look at all these people that were in this soundtrack. And I oh, didn't even know. It's my least favorite thing about the movie by far. It's a very late 80s soundtrack. I looked soundtrack. up like literally as part of the soundtrack, like there's the the hit jam that they like at the beginning of the credits starts playing. Mm-hmm. And it says like featuring uh, almost unreal uh, by Roxette. And I was like, yeah. one, never heard of Roxette. No. What? Don't know this song. It must have been love. Okay, I know uh, that song. But it's over now. I'm aware of this song. Okay. I just don't know who Roxette is That's as a, a person song. or band. It is. Pretty, I think that was uh, Pretty Woman? Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen that but one time. But yeah. that song, I'm like listening to the credits play, and I'm like, why the hell... <laughs> Is this in Mario? Nothing about this song makes any sense with this movie. And many of the songs throughout the movie, I felt the same way where I was like listening to the lyrics and I'm like, the, like the one that works is everybody do a dinosaur. The dinosaur. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Every other song is like a weird sappy love ballad. Yeah. And I found out Almost Unreal was written for Hocus Pocus. 
what? Oh. And then they decided to not use it for Hocus Pocus, and the movie studio was just like, meh, put it in Mario. Yeah, because this was a Buena Vista yeah. movie. That's yeah, a Disney di- distributed that Disney, this. Right? Mm-hmm. But it, there's a line in the, the chorus of Almost Unreal is, I love when you do that Hocus Pocus to me. Well, that happened. Maybe that's why they said don't use it. Yeah, that yeah. happened with uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, uh, the main song in Moulin Rouge that was the original song. Um, oh, no, that is not the original <laughs> song. Yeah, Whatever the original song is, the song that Ewan McGregor's character writes. Or, is that the one he sings when he's on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the thing? Yeah. yeah, and it closes the, the movie too, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that was originally written for Romeo and Juliet. which is why it couldn't be considered at the Oscars for best original song because it wasn't written for that movie. Interesting. So that's my that's what must have happened to Roxette for Super Mario. Yeah, that's yeah. why they, that's why they didn't get the Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. It's not it's a horrible song. It's no, fine. It wouldn't it's, have worked for Hocus Pocus, though. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. Oh, so. man. <gasps> yes. the season, Nick. Look, here's the <laughs> that's thing. That's a good movie. Oh, this my is, chest. I just found out. <laughs> I've just found out that it's, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, nostalgia good and people like no, it. it. I've been up. told that it's, like, no, it's actually a really good movie. So I want to watch it. every single year at least once. So I want to actually watch it. Blu-ray you can borrow. Oh, thank you. You have the Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh, I only have the DVD. Back to Super Mario Brothers. Um, So anyway, this really uh, convinced Nintendo to get out of the movie business. (laughs) That's probably okay. Yeah. Uh, That it was, you know, I don't know if they've actually done anything since. They talked about doing a Metroid movie. Yeah, they talked about that, but that never happened. There have been lots of Mario anime Sure. Movies done in Japan, but, but nothing, nothing, nothing else. Ever. Yeah. No live action. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No other and live action Nintendo movies. They're existed. you know, and they haven't all been god awful, but there haven't been any really good video game movies. Like, I literally tried to think of one. Yeah, for my for, real good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I tried to think of another. I was like, oh, instead of this video game movie, watch this video game movie, mm-hmm. and there's not a single one I can think of that's good. I keep thinking maybe Tomb Raider is going to be that one, but then I, I saw the trailer and the poster, and I'm like, oh no, you guys have not figured this out. Oh, the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. 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 The first Resident Evil. Really? Is not. It's not a great movie. But I think, to me at least, I went in and got kind of the experience I was expecting. Okay, well, kind of like when fair. you watch like a Transformers or a Fast and the Furious, you kind of go in and you get the experience <laughs> that's mm-hmm. on the poster. I've generally heard okay things about that movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. I think they've like they kind of overstayed their welcome with yeah. like making seven of them. Yeah. I watched but... it and thought it was real dumb, and it has nothing really to do with the video game. I just which remember is... a real cool that's laser so... scene where some guy gets cut into cubes. Well, yeah. yeah. That's all I that's remember. Fine. But again, that's not really... Anyway. Doesn't no, it's not so... the game. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the game. That's uh... pretty much most of the background I have on this movie. It went over budget. Nobody was happy with it. Nintendo wasn't happy with it. Nintendo was so unhappy that they didn't do movies for a long time, and they're still not doing movies. And... Yeah, I, I, I want to start the conversation by saying this is the most I've hated a movie we've watched. Whoa. Whoa. I felt physically assaulted by this movie. <laughs> like the editing was so fast and it was just noise and upsetting images and like weird nightmarish images that like everything from the king who'd been turned into this weird thing of gloop. Just like a blob. Yeah. That like comes a booger. Down from the ceiling. It's a big booger. And I... You th- it almost is like he's supposed to look like something, but he doesn't look like anything. Yeah, and then... Kind of like a... This is going to be real gross. 
Like a single descending testicle. Yes, yeah, exactly. that is what it looks like. <laughs> is it just like drops down out of the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, Rachel. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> that's what it, exactly. It's, what it, looks like. it looks just like one dripping down, yeah. covered in fungus. Like yeah. that's what it is. It's just real gross. And then the world is 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 sharp edges and mm. and gross, and there's fungus everywhere. And then the like even the it, it's got this sort of Mad Max sensibility too. Mm-hmm. And everyone's extremely ruthless, extremely throwing old <laughs> over. Balconies. Well, the old lady yeah. tried to shoot. Th- I yeah. was like zapping them with. A- you shouldn't be in this neighborhood without a weapon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for the help. You, so I'm you sorry. don't have a weapon. No. All right. Zap. Yeah. Like it's just a very. To me, it was a very aggressively upsetting movie to have to sit through. Uh, the, the everybody's yelling at each other. Like everybody. Like it, there's no volume control on this movie. Everything is up to ten. The mm-hmm. editing's on ten. The music's on ten. The special effects and everything are just on ten in terms of just in your face. Very nineties in your face. And so, but I had this conversation just just very shortly with Sam yesterday or day before, I can't remember, where I was shocked to find out that, first of all, Matt, what is your feeling about this movie? I love this movie. Right. (laughs) Sam, what is your feeling about this movie? I don't love it, but I, as somebody who is basically obsessed with Mario, I thought it was fine. Rachel? I don't think that it belongs on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, there, so basically I'm the lone dissenter here. Like I I For you you compared it to my experience experience with watching Manus. Yes. Where I felt uncomfortable, I wanted to turn it off. Yep. I wanted to turn it away from the screen. Mhm. And the fact that you're comparing this to Manos in yeah. in my head just doesn't make zero sense. This is a thing that Sam and I were talking about, and I think this is a big part of the discussion today, is I feel like this movie came out right when you this was your guys' yeah. aesthetic. Like, we were like this six. Is... It, like five or six, seven-ish around mm, when we probably 93. saw this for the first time. Uh, I was born in yeah. 87. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. So, I, it was pro- I was probably like seven by the time it came out on VHS. I remember watching it. I remember standing in the room as it started with the with the dinosaur animation yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, that's very clear in my mind. So, mm-hmm. I had the toys. I know I for sure had some Goomba toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all in on this movie as a kid, and I think we are just that perfect maybe like two or three year gap of like a generation Uh, that loved this movie as a kid and kept watching it i would i don't play video games and i have no connection to mario at all Mm -hmm. and i don't think that it was a bad or good movie because of my nostalgia for it because I have no nostalgia for it. Because you had not seen it when you were younger? I probably saw it like when it came out I was four and if I did see it I only saw it once when I was four or once when I was much older. But you didn't have like memories of it? Not really. I remember seeing it a long time ago. Maybe I saw it on TV or something but by then I must have been like much older and uh yeah, I will talk about it much more, but I don't think that I don't have, oh. like I don't love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think like it's definitely not something that would go in the vault of awesome movies. <laughs> but I also don't think it's real bad yeah. worthy. I have no nostalgia for this movie. I saw it okay. that one time, <clears throat> and then I 
didn't like it when I was a kid. It freaked me out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So but I am it freaked me out now. Because like, yeah, yeah, I had the toys. I loved it. I for sure own the VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of probably the oldest DVDs in my collection. <laughs> as far uh, as like, is that the one we all watched? Yeah. Okay. So I, my copy is the one that you guys all borrowed to watch for this. Uh-huh. And you might have noticed on the menu zero special features. No. It's back in the day when you put in a DVD <laughs> and the only option is to play the movie or do the chapters. Yeah. Um, I think the only older DVD we've had on here was Long Kiss Goodnight, which <laughs> was double sided. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and had no menu at all. It just you put it in and it, it starts, starts going. The movie. Yeah. What's on the other side? Uh, the the letterbox. Screen. Oh yeah, or no, yeah, full screen, not letterbox. Which this was yeah. a letterbox DVD, which also shows its age yeah. as a DVD. Is yeah. that it's the cropped letterbox, which mm-hmm. you either have to watch super tiny in the middle of your screen or stretch it out into an awful yeah. like <laughs> size on your screen. Uh, but yeah, I have kind of always had a copy of this movie, mm-hmm. sure. and. I probably have watched this movie in the past five years, I will say, by, like, just my choice, by myself. Mm -hmm. I want to watch Super Mario Brothers right now. So I was completely familiar with this movie uh, going in. Like, I know every scene. Like, as I'm seeing it, nothing is surprising me. (laughs) Like, everything's just fresh in my mind. I think, looking back on it, I might have seen it not not like in a sit-down watch, but, like, it's on in the background somewhere because... Mm -hmm. I, with with rare exception, I pretty much knew every single scene. Yeah, that I was like, okay, I've seen this before. I didn't remember the 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 weird CG dinosaur that Koopa becomes, mm-hmm. and I didn't. That re- part's really strange. And I didn't remember the car chase where they get no. where they get caught in the fungus. Yeah, I didn't remember that part at all. I also remember him turning into a dinosaur completely differently Hmm. i remember being in some kind of like big throne room Mm. and the fight happens for a long time and i don't remember (laughs) it just being them shooting him (laughs) with a gun for 10 seconds and then him turning into goo the climax of this movie leaves a lot to be desired yeah but again that's a history thing they were there it was written to be much bigger and happen in uh the i guess it's the bronx or wherever it's supposed to happen like once they because there is like a minute where they go yeah. to yeah. New York, right? And uh, Koopa turns Scapelli into an ape. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then <laughs> and not back, and not back. And so everybody laughs just ape and man laughs, forever. But that would be horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole crowd of people like, ha ha, you're, you're a, a monkey, monkey now. Man. I guess they all probably hated him. Which He's was probably like a Donald Trump again, Trump. yeah, upset. Yeah. yeah, and if someone turned Donald Trump into a monkey, I think everybody, I think I would laugh. laugh but laugh, yeah. but then like a few seconds later, you'd be like, oh no. Someone has the power to turn people into yeah, monkeys. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we should be very We scared. should be worried about yes. that, yeah. And he has two giant lizard men with him. What is happening? And then yeah. Dennis Hopper was basically Trump. He looks like he Trump. Also yeah, was basically it Trump. It was very yeah. strange. Um, but, yeah, the climax is the, as far as, like, a plot storytelling-wise, my biggest gripe with the movie overall would be the, the climax because none of it is really making sense as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, Luigi and Daisy are trying to stop the lady from using the rock to meld the worlds, and she kind of succeeds, and that's what sends Mario and Koopa yeah. to New York. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of undo it so that Mario and Koopa come back to the other dimension, and mm-hmm. then he blows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like two climaxes that make sense squished into one really rush. Yeah. It doesn't make any they sense. They were kind of like, well, what do we have these other people do 
while they're doing the one thing that we said is the climax yeah. of like you put the rock in the thing and that's the bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like what do we get with that all the characters involved in this and it just became kind of a mess. Or they got to the end and said, We didn't Mario didn't do anything this entire movie. So yeah. maybe he should do He's one thing. He's just a thing. real good brother. See, this yeah. is the thing. Like I this is a question I have is like whose story is this? It's Daisy's. I think it's most It starts off with Daisy. I think it's Luigi's. Okay. I would say it's Luigi's too. Just barely edging out Daisy. Yeah. It's one of those two for sure. Who has the most effect on the plot? I would say it's probably Daisy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she is the catalyst to everything. But Luigi is definitely propped up as our hero. Yeah. He's the one who's going to save people, but Daisy is the one who really stops things from happening with the uh the thing at the end, right? Well, yeah, but okay, so does she Luigi get and out Daisy. of captivity? Is it both of them? Yeah, they're both there. Does he? Does, is she aided in getting out of captivity at all? Or she gets herself out, basically, She gets herself right? out. She gets herself out. I honestly think that this is... So backing up, I think that other... That the reasons why this movie is bad is because... I think that this movie has a reputation for being bad. And so people go into it already thinking, having all that baggage, like, oh, there's um, all this chaos going on, on on the scene. I think the sound is what makes it bad. And I also think that it suffers from poor quality of film. Like, if you were to make remake this movie with the same script... Uh, into a Netflix movie, I think that it would be fine. Well, I think there's two separate there's two separate things there. There's in this room my dislike of it mm-hmm. versus quantifiably bad. Right, right. And I think they're two different things. My dislike for it is you know that's whatever. I also dislike American Beauty, but I know that's a great film. Um, very comparable film. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well um, I can't stand Mario Kevin Spacey, Brothers so. and <laughs> yeah, American right up there. But I think quantifiably, this is a, a very confused plot mm-hmm. that uh, you, you talked about it with the climax, especially that it's mm-hmm. like we have two, we have sort of two cl- climaxes, wo- not really woven together, but just sort of happening, mm-hmm. and one very much feels like as though, well, Mario hasn't done anything in this movie that bears <laughs> yeah. his name, so why don't we have him face down Koopa? Mm-hmm. That happens but like I four that... times, though, like to Mario, of like, here, give Mario something to do, because he hasn't done anything in a while, and he's not really important to this movie, Yeah. so make him fall in love with this big bouncer lady. But I would disagree that that he doesn't do much in the movie. I think that, and that's why I think that this movie is semi-successful in some ways, because I feel like it flushes out the characters kind of well. As a character, I love him. Like, Mario does do a lot, and he has a very important plot to Luigi's plot. Like, Luigi is the one who can't do things, and he always looks up to Mario because he's the apprentice. When... When he goes down into that pit with Daisy and the flood is happening, he's like, oh, I know what to do. And then he calls Mario. And Mario is always the one who comes and helps Luigi and teaches Luigi how to be a plumber or a hero. Because And so I feel like Mario does do a lot in the movie. Well, maybe it's because Luigi doesn't end up doing anything is why it seems like Mario doesn't do anything. Because Luigi does even less, maybe. That's tr- 
true. Because I guess now that looking at it, yeah, like Mario is the smart one yeah. in the duo, like through every step of the process, even from when Luigi meets Daisy. But yeah. at the same time, they, they're perfect. Uh, it's, I feel like they're a good duo like in they this. They're almost doing their hands. Because Mario is the smart guy who is like by the book, but Luigi is the guy who, from the beginning, and that's why I, I liked Luigi's character from the beginning. He was like the spirit of I've the team. I got an instinct. I got I a feeling about this. I, ha- I think Brothers. we should trust this. Like, like I think that they go hand in hand with each other really well. I don't agree with you. <laughs> what? I think I I th- I think if you cut Mario out of this movie, n- almost nothing would change. Oh, would, I would disagree. The emotional hot, like, like yeah. shelf that is there, like that was. Like honestly, that is an empty shelf. Everything that is before like they go, there's one dusty snow globe on that shelf. No, no, everything before they go into the other dimension of them like being humans interacting. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, like the way they are to each other is my favorite parts of the movie. It's almost kind of maybe like he would have Ghostbusters a little. Maybe bit. <laughs> how dare you, sir? How dare they're you? They're just like these two schlubs in New York yeah. having you know going scene, on dates and the scene where Luigi's trying to pick up Daisy and like. Like Mario's just Mario helps him, him out. Yeah, but he helps him out. And he's like, he's like, what my brother's trying to say is he don't know what, he doesn't know what to say. Yeah, and he's like helps him get this date, but he also like lets him. He stands back and like lets him fail a little bit. And yeah, like mm-hmm. then steps in when he's needed. Yeah, and then the scene at dinner I think is really good. All, I think all four characters are kind of charming and they're having like a kind of believable dinner with each other. There was a part of the script that was completely taken out that there. Part of Luigi's internal conflict is that he wasn't proud to be a plumber, and Mario was uh, gave a whole speech about family and being a plumber. So maybe <laughs> if that part of the script were in, like, were actually kept, maybe that would have been something you would have liked more. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I, think, I feel like a giant prank is being played on me right now because, like, I'm Aww. looking at this and, like. It's weird because when the movie first starts, well, not when it first starts, with the, the animation Mario music at the beginning that makes you think, "Oh, it's a Mario yeah, movie." Yeah, like that no was Mario fine. music at all. But then they they went from the weird pixelated thing <laughs> to the animation, and yeah, the animation's crap and the narration's crap. But I was kind of like, I can let this go. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fine. And then when you get those first few shots with the uh, the woman dropping off Daisy, I was like, this looks great. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with this movie at this point, and then she goes down there, and then she gets captured. Yeah, she goes down the pipe, and I'm like, ah, it's a callback. Yeah. That's cool. And, <laughs> I don't remember this pipe. And, well, she it's just a, a sewer. It's an open manhole. Yeah, she just goes down an open manhole. She almost gets oh. hit by a car, and some guy goes, "Hey, lady!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like Classic the first line of the film. <laughs> I'm walking uh, here. But yeah, it's. It, like I was with it through there, and I thought it looked great. I thought the, the cinematically it looked great, and like it was building to something. It was cheesy '90s, but it's fine. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was on board. I was like, this is this is better than the Long Kiss Goodnight at this point in terms of cinematic quality. <laughs> and then once we are introduced to these two characters, I'm kind of like, oh, they're schlubby guys, whatever. But I felt like the, just in terms of plot, in terms of story, there was nothing here for almost either one of them to do. 
and Daisy was the catalyst for everything, but we never spent any time with her or any time with her. Like suddenly she gets out and, you know, we have the part with Yoshi, which is like that in and of itself. I thought like this works. This is it's you know, the effects aren't great, but it's okay. It's it's fine. The puppetry was kind of hey, interesting. Yoshi's at pretty least. good. Yoshi was really we'll good. Say, you don't see any hands or wires with Yoshi. I feel like Yoshi's the best special effect in the movie. And I did yeah. feel as though it was actually threatening, <laughs> like when it laughed when it did oh, the tongue thing. Oh, when he grabs thing. the leg. Of yeah, the leg. I was like, yeah. oh no, he's, he's not <laughs> he's on her foot. He's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, because so, it looks real. Yeah, it was it was good. Like the, those parts of it worked for me, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it existed in this fucking nightmare world <laughs> yeah. where, and you know, we talked about this and I have to be careful because, you know, I don't want to say because something's good and this isn't that, then this is bad. But we talked about the idea, uh, Sam and I talked about the idea of how there isn't much aggressive about the Super Mario games. No, even though you're murdering You're stomping on, you're stomping on things, but it's like, it's a yeah. pleasant music. It's mm-hmm. a pleasant It's place. all about saving the princess. But it's also yeah. like the colors are pleasant. Like everything about it feels very pleasant and happy and, and kind of relaxing, even if it's stressful getting through the level. Like yeah. when you hear the, and you gotta, you gotta speed up. Mm-hmm. None of that's here. It's just aggressive, in your face, canted angles, everything feels mm-hmm. off, everything feels like it is coming straight for you. You've got even that car that has a human skeleton that it looks like it <laughs> ran over yeah. and like nobody's taking the time to ago. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> taking the time to scrape it off the front. And I had the sense that like these cars never stop. Yeah. Like they just keep going in this weird maddening circle. Car. Yeah. Yeah. See, but those things I feel like are what kind of built that world like you got a sense of this world like you were it was claustrophobic and that was the feeling that everybody had in there and the reason why they wanted to get out is because they were so stuck in this like underground world I can buy that yeah it is a weird like police state that they are trapped in where you can't say or do anything slightly out of line or you're going to be arrested and thrown in this yeah. very small pen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all they wanted was to not live in a hole anymore, basically. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it does build up the their rationale for wanting to get out of that universe pretty well, I guess. Even though I will agree that most of my like for this movie is weighted towards the brother relationship and the beginning of the movie before they go to Dino Hatton. And then after mm-hmm. that, I could take or leave most of it. So I, maybe I do agree with you a little bit. Yeah. All of the fantasy stuff, all of like the Mad Max world doesn't really work that well. I think it does. I'm like the whole scene yeah. when they go to the bar and they see the people dancing and they're dancing with, yeah. like they're in a weird heads. way. Like I think taking those little things that are very similar to our world and then changing it ever so slightly to it being different to their world, I think is what makes a movie build a world. And I kind of liked it in this movie. Yeah, it felt like uh, Demolition Man to me mm-hmm. in that they have the Demolition Man. Uh, it's like a future utopia. Mm-hmm. And they've like forced all the ruffians underground. <laughs> and Does the rat burger? Yeah, there's like literally uh, underground people who are essentially – like people who didn't want to keep up with this utopia and wanted to stay swearing and murdering. Mm-hmm. And so... With classic cars. Yeah, and so they developed their own culture underground. And it's kind of like a twisted version of our world where it's like, oh, there's a burger stand, but it's a rat burger. <laughs> and like, this yeah. is kind of similar where it was like, 
like you realize like they're you hear again people yelling a lot, but they're yelling out things that build that world of like ah, twenty two Koopa coins, it's twenty two Koopa coins, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, so that's the currency here. Yeah, um, this <laughs> and like you just get little hints, uh. and through Toad's like protest song, you realize like, okay, so people here. You overall really don't like Koopa, but if they speak out at all about it, they get arrested immediately. Like, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you had it again, Toad. <laughs> it's like, we're just always listening. Yeah. yeah. But to what end, though? I think to... when I start thinking about that stuff too much, then I get to be like, but why in a Mario movie are they Oh, yeah. This? I mean, that is really mostly unnecessary. Yeah. It's a we- it is a very weird Mario movie. I will give it that. Okay, but divorced from that. No, right. Yeah, I guess that's more where Rachel's coming yeah. from. Yeah. The idea of like just as a movie on its own, maybe mm-hmm. it's more interesting that it does these things. Um, yeah. I still have I still have problems with just character where I'm just sort of like I feel like Mario is completely useless. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like Daisy, as much as she is the catalyst to the entire story along the way, she is the least interesting character to me for most of the movie because mm-hmm. she is just so like. Somebody will come up to her and tell her, this is what's happening. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. and just goes along with everything Yeah, pretty much. And it's- Agrees to go to dinner with this guy who's just like, you want to go to dinner? I sure. I mean, that part I can kind of give a little bit, but it's kind of that like- Really? You're the princess. This is your fungal dad. Like, <laughs> and she's like, hello, dad. Hello, <laughs> father. Yeah. You're just like- She's like, I, I you're always... the most understanding person that's ever existed. But maybe she that's always knew the point. she was different. Yeah, she always knew she was <laughs> different. True. And like she cared for her Goomba that brought her vegetables. Yeah, uh-huh. true. And I was like, kind of like, I loved when Toad was like, can you bring me some vegetables? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he got all excited. Instead of two pieces of raw meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought that was like, rewatching it this time, I kind of like, blocked out what happened in that scene. And so I was like, oh, is he bringing in Yoshi's food? And she thinks it's like her food or something. That's what I thought But too, it's like, no, bit. he's just bringing in two slabs of like what looked like raw meat, like tongue or something. Yeah. And it's like, eh? And she's like, no, I'm vegetarian. Some steamed vegetables would be nice. And he like, he's like, oh, okay. And he like leaves. And then you kind of don't really know what's going to happen. And then like a few minutes later, he comes back with the steamed veggies like, no, but didn't you want these? I, I got these for you. That, was, that honestly was like the best somewhere. scene in the movie. No, it was. Yeah. I but think like, it was 100%. Fact, yeah. I, you could have like, I would not have bet that vegetables even existed in this yeah. world. Yeah, that. So, like, that was one of the problems I had with the movie. Was, <laughs> was what was on the, the plate? Steam, that no, steam no, vegetables. like the. So it it went so far to make this world, yeah. but then they also had like vegetables yeah. which didn't seem like should be able to grow there well they had, a fire extinguisher <laughs> that was like clearly they mentioned a few times we don't have water uh-huh. yeah and so like so they're like wouldn't grow like also, little things would, like that but... that took me out for like small parts of the movie but overall i think that they did a good job in saying hey let's make this this way or like yeah. let's, let's make this, this weird yeah yeah and like I like it weird. If I they didn't have cool. water, would they steam the vegetables in? Well, also, doesn't add they, up have, they have pop songs from... Yep. Like, that's yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that can always, like... I think it is that, like, netherworld where they've had some sort of connection between the worlds. The, well, like, they do say that the this tunnel's been sealed off for a long time. For 20 years. Yeah. Because clearly, uh, Daisy's mom went up. 
Yeah. Dropped off the egg, came back. Koopa was st- standing there, and then she's like, "Pah!" Yeah. And they she, say that like it took twenty years for them to like get through or whatever because they couldn't get through from. They had to get through from the other side. I mean, I guess if it, you just want to say there's some bleed, like it, it yeah. occasionally, and, and that just happens to be pop music. I guess. Yeah, it's and parallel like, thinking. The thing they is, wrote the of same like same song. They have cars that look like our cars. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just they work differently. They yeah. have uh, cameras that look like guns. They yeah. have like very similar things to what we they have. They have the word police. Yes. <laughs> so oh, there is actually now that you talk about it, there is a cut scene. I read Ooh. about this cut scene where I want to see all the of them. guy yeah. running after the. Uh, the, uh, Daisy's mom in mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. stops uh, for a second and looks around and looks at all the buildings and you're supposed to get that oh this person is looking at the above world and this is where he's getting his um, who are we talking about Bowser uh, or Koopa Koopa whoever's running after her there's no one running after her in the beginning isn't? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe they cut out him. No, I think she yeah. runs up, she puts the egg, and then she just runs downstairs, and then Koopa is just waiting, waiting for her, her at the bottom of the sewer. Well, they might uh, have just cut him. There like, was supposed to be a guy chasing her. There's supposed to be somebody chasing her, and he like stops and looks around, uh, and then that's where that's why um, the underground <laughs> city is so similar to the above city because <laughs> I like that idea. It a looks, lot. They thought of everything. <laughs> they got their uh, inspiration from the above. Buildings. I like the idea that he comes back and is like, guys, all right, we're just. <laughs> been living in rocks but like <laughs> let's do this i got yeah. a sketch for yeah. you i kind of wish that like See, if I, that was it in the movie but also i want to i want to give like credence to that idea because there needs to be some reason that their world kind of looks like our world but when she gets to the bottom there koopa is in full military garb yeah. with medals <laughs> and like a like a sergeant or general whatever outfit yeah. so they have a world that's going on down there already mm-hmm. they're not just like naked living in like yeah. uh, in rock. So that is the one thing like I think that city, the world building building within that city is great. Mm-hmm. And I love all the mm-hmm. weird stuff they like have the weird shops and the like the thwomp boots and little lizards on a hot dog bun. Yeah, I love all of that. Okay. I do wish there was some idea of what was outside of that city besides just the desert. But they mm-hmm. show the globe and it goes all the way around and there's nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just desert in it's that just one city. One city. Mm-hmm. Well, I, then that's which that's I true. actually kind of like. There's yeah. a there's a great sequence in um, Nightmare on Elm Street four where uh, one of, I don't know if anybody in here has seen it. But that's one where the lady gets the roach, right? Yeah. I can't watch that. Um, <laughs> well, one of the early ones, one of the nightmares he has, he's in a junkyard and then the camera pulls back and away and away and you find out that. The whole planet is just one big junkyard. Oh, yeah. um, is that when Kincaid does? Yeah, it's Kincaid's yeah, death, yeah. yeah. So what, this also suffers from one of the problems that a lot of 80s and 90s um, superhero movies mm-hmm. suffered from, which is how do we make this set in reality, in our yeah. reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, instead of just saying, no, we're just going to, this is going to be, this is going to take place in yeah. Mario world. Um, yeah. You know, and... I for me that doesn't work as well. I it didn't really work until Batman Begins. Correct. Like the first time superhero movies started like being realistic. Well, in yeah. our world and like not needing to like change the way the world really works. Yeah, but even that one, they, they sort of. I, I don't think. I don't think it really got. 
settled into no this is just we're just going to be super 100% committed to this until Captain America the first Avenger yeah I feel like that's the one where they got it figured out mm-hmm. um, where they l- were like he can just wear a red white and blue outfit yeah it's okay, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. and so but this had that same problem that's why they like the well how do we make the Joker toxic waste you know how mm-hmm. do we make this villain yeah. toxic well, that, waste that is how you make the Joker <laughs> to be fair <laughs> yeah. that is what happened to the Joker but well is... no only in one of his origins well yeah but... but when it comes to like I think your idea is similar to what happens in some superhero movies of the half-assed ways they have to name superheroes yeah in this movie is my one of my favorite things about it is when they are come to that moment and they realize okay so the, they're the Mario brothers and they're named Mario and Luigi Mario and no and one Mario. no one has ever questioned this <laughs> until we had to write in until the script until they're real guys now so yeah so they get arrested yeah. because they're plumbers um, <laughs> How many Marios do like we have here? A plumber alert. There's a plumber alert. I wrote down in my notes, it. just quote plumber alert, because <laughs> yeah. I want to use it for an album name or just a t-shirt or something, because yeah. they say it's so quick uh-huh. that the cousins tell Koopa, the plumbers took it. And he's like, oh, plumbers. the plumbers. Yeah. Plumber alert. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like something had... they already had. Yeah, and, yes. everybody, and everybody in town's like, oh, it's another plumber alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it just happens every week. Uh-huh. But, but so when they're being booked, go ahead. When they're being booked, the uh, the cop who, it looks very familiar. Was he in Blade Runner? Was he Leon in Blade Runner? I don't remember if he was Leon in, no, it wasn't Leon. He's Leon. somebody very familiar that's been in other yeah, he's been in 80s a bunch and of 90s stuff. movies yeah. and stuff. But, He's booking them, and he's like, all right, what are your names? And we're like, ah, Mario and Luigi Mario, or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, okay, but what, what's your name? And he's like, Mario. What's your last name? Mario. He's like, Mario, Mario? He's like, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, what? <laughs> that's your name? <laughs> that's Mario? the best you could come up with? Yeah. Mario, Mario? Okay, so what's your name? Yeah. Luigi. Last name? Mario. Well, okay, let's hold on. Let's start over. It's like, how many, how Marios many Marios are there? Yeah. Yeah. Three. He's Mario Mario. I'm Luigi Mario. And that is fucking awesome. Yeah. This movie's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Think it, like, I feel like eventually it was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> but, but it does make sense. It like, does. They are the Mario what? brothers. I think. And they have first names. <laughs> you wouldn't call yourself and your brother the Nick brothers. I would, You'd be the too. Jenkins brothers. No, we would not. <laughs> the we Jenkins would be Brothers, the Nick is Brothers, excellent name. Actually, the Jenkins Brothers is pretty good. A, yeah. Like a series of kid, like uh, the Hardy Boys or something. Yeah, yeah the Jenkins Brothers. The Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah. Relabel them. Just uh, Control F. Every... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, look, we got to move on to how we would fix this if we would. But I'm wondering if you guys would change anything at all. So yeah. let's start with you, Sam. How would you fix this if you were to go uh, back and be able to remake it? Well, one thing that I, when Matt was talking, was thinking was it should have shown us what the place was like before Koopa took over mm. to make it make any sense that they care about the king or anything like that. Like show that actor before the king he who just magically Koop. evolved. And yeah, how come Toad? Why didn't Toad? <laughs> Uh, I will mention that to people out there, there is a sequel webcomic mm-hmm. that one of the yes. one of the ten writers that was involved in the movie uh, helped write. Yeah. Uh, and I read a little bit of it, and they in the sequel script they uh, evolve Toad back to they normal back Toad, to Toad? Oh, but he has God. to but he has to wear a a suit to like keep him stable uh-huh. that he can take off from time to time. But his uh, helmet looks like a mushroom. Like a yeah. big, okay, stupid yeah, mushroom. It's cap. a really bad comic. I read it. It's not good at all. But if you want to dive into the world a little bit more of what this one guy's idea was for the sequel, there there is like a I don't know, like fifty hundred page webcomic out there that wow. you can read. It's really long. 
Holy crap. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Sam. Sorry. Uh, I, well, actually, now that you mention it, <laughs> it does say on the wall of the room that the king is in, Evolver 4. So he might be in a chamber where you can be evolved and devolved. Like oh, interesting. Whole room. Okay. Yeah, it led you to believe that like you saw two of the chambers. You saw that yeah. he was in devolve four or whatever, and then there was the one that we kept Devo seeing four, yeah. when Koopa would devolve and evolve people. Mm-hmm. But that's all. The, that's the only chambers we saw. Where he the... gets devolved a little bit at some point, right? <gasps> Koopa does. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He gets slightly. Like he's in there for like half part. a second, and his eyes flicker. Yeah. And I. He, he gets devolved to Jurassic, but I think because he's already a lizard man, he doesn't go. He just starts walking around like a T-Rex. A little bit, yeah. and then it only gets, yeah. Oh, that's such a good moment in the movie. And, uh, such a good what? That's such a good moment in the movie when you feel like, oh, they're going to win right now. <laughs> like, ten, 15 minutes into this movie, they already defeated Koopa. I had uh-huh. that, nope, that hope psych. at that time. I was like, oh, I, I, woof, woof, that yeah. movie just moved right along. Okay. Nope, sorry, Nick, <laughs> princess in another castle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there is any point in trying to fix this movie. I think it had a weirdly, the more we talk about all these little details and stuff, it's like for some reason they were putting some weird amount of effort into this and thinking of reason like the he's in the Devo chamber, that's why he turned back, or like all the little background things and like the neon signs with characters' names on them. So somewhere along the way, somebody cared about this movie and uh, I don't think there's any point in like really messing with it because you're never going to make it into a good movie. You're never going to make it into a Mario Brothers movie. So it might as well just be like this weird relic. I would cut out the part where they slide down the ice thing because that's really <laughs> fucking stupid and it takes so long. And what did and you the, say? And it's like, the only reason they like oh, freeze yeah. the pipes, really. Yeah. Like they well, say, I forgot they even did that. Right, they freeze the pipes like when they first get to Koopa's Tower yeah. because they are going to distract them <laughs> so that they can sneak in. But nobody well, knows. I thought, it. You never lizards. see anyone get distracted. I yeah. thought they're lizards. This will be great. Okay, yeah. there's a, and then nothing comes You never see it. anyone be like, hey, it's kind of cold in here. Well, then somebody says, oh, they're cold-blooded. So obviously that's how it works. They don't feel temperature. <laughs> yeah. But there's no, like, that doesn't work at <clears> all until the off chance that there happens to be a giant mattress-sized tunnel off of the room where these other girls are being kept. Uh I read a thing (laughs) on IMDb about this scene Mm -hmm. where they, the people on the the quote-unquote Brooklyn babes <laughs> um, were sliding in the on the mattress and they were they didn't have stunt doubles oh, but no. uh, oh god but um, Mario did and he was the only stunt double on that slide and so they're like hey they're not going as fast as we want them to and so they made uh, they asked like the people working on the thing or like the pulleys and stuff to make it go faster and they went to lunch and then they came back and nobody told them (laughs) and and they it went too fast and they actually like spat out of that pipe and like one of the ladies almost fell off of the mattress and if it like she still stayed on but when they hit the ground on the concrete the mattress flipped over and they all fell on their heads and they said it said on the thing that they're all fine but other oh they just had some like small bruises oh my god (laughs) safety people yeah Yeah. well and john and mario broke his arm oh yeah mario broke his arm or his finger no real bob hoskins yeah Yeah, bob hoskins and he had a painted flesh painted uh pink pink (laughs) yeah and um his cast was pink and then also luigi broke his leg 
uh, because he got ran over by one of the cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this movie just has so much yeah. weird shit behind it mm-hmm. yeah. that you can't, if you touch it, it's all going to fall apart. We won't have this beautiful, weird cultural <laughs> thing gem. anymore. But it's not... It's not a Mario movie. And I think it furthered the belief that Mario was a plumber, which I don't think in Japan he necessarily ever was. Mm. That Mario's from Brooklyn, which I don't think in Japan he necessarily ever was. So it's like a lot of misconceptions about Mario because of this movie. Hmm. But I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> Rachel, would you change anything about it? Um, so like I was saying, I, I did uh think that this movie was fine. I think that if you were to plop it out from its socket of what it is now and just erase its past and like you know it did all that shit to get to here kind of thing Mm -hmm. and if somebody were to pick it up now maybe spruce up a little like tune up some like character things like little small things here and there and then gave it the Netflix finesse of like you know good camera work um, so like a good, good low sound. budget thing? Is that what you mean by Netflix? Yeah, okay. like good sound because uh, the sound was terrible. Like the music and, and the like the, yeah, like the background music was, I feel like what kind of put it in the gutter a little bit. Like if they took out the external things and then like just took the the meat part of it, I think, and then changed that. And like gave it like a, a just changed everything <laughs> yeah. about the no. movie. <laughs> no, no. If they if they took the meat of it and then added like now type film work, I feel like it would be a way better movie. Okay. Like it would go from just okay to good. But still about Mario and everything. Yes. Maybe we could work them into to like the Defenders universe. Yeah. So you just want like it doesn't deserve the the. Uh, wide release Hollywood treatment but it should be like Daredevil it, yeah it should be like a like a little binge worthy cool show oh that a TV people, show even like possibly or mm. like a really good Netflix movie cause like like say for instance like the like the fungus and the goo kind of reminded me of the fungus and the goo in like Stranger Things if not better than the Stranger Things goo <laughs> and like wow like <laughs> imagine like imagine you're in Dino whatever place. Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton. And you see like the little floaty things that you see in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, <laughs> imagine... I think you just like this movie and you want them to make more of it. You want no, to I don't want them to is? make more of it. I want it to be revamped okay. based off of what they have. But like take away the external things and use what like the character bases that they have. Okay, I have one more question for you. <laughs> All right, when you say take away the external things, do you mean if somebody found this washed up on a desert island <laughs> and they had never heard of Mario or any of the stuff behind this movie and they watched it, they would think, oh, this is pretty good. Maybe I'm saying more like post-production <laughs> yeah, type like things. If, like if somebody found like the raw footage sound, in a can. Film mm. work. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe editing. Okay. So the bones right. are good. The bones are good. Good bones. Give it some good flesh. <laughs> okay. Matt, how would you fix this thing, or would you even? So the only thing I would change, because I love this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> would be the soundtrack. Fair. Yeah. That's yeah. literally, soundtrack, all sad. I would swap out would be like the songs that 
some were actually for other movies, but others felt like they should be in other movies. Just like these weird ballady type things, like toss them out. The uh, put the actual Mario Brothers song yeah, in. Yeah, aside from just like thirty, like little, even ten seconds of it at the very yeah. beginning. Give it to um, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dun, 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 this wasn't dun, like dun, dun, oh, oh, that was pretty cool. I'm in. Wait, yeah, I like that now. This was like the three dollar bill, y'all. Like time <laughs> of Limp Biscuit, so maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. This predates Limp Bizkit. But yeah, it does. if you're going to make it like five years later, put it into Limp Bizkit for sure. But like even the Alan Silvestri score didn't re- – like no. it just felt like weird 90s, like almost Home Alone type music mm-hmm. when they would, the score would kick in. Yeah. And it seemed like it was the same 15-second piece of score every time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't even work for me. So it's, it's kind of like all the music in the movie I would swap out for something new. I don't yeah. know what, but just replace it all. Sure. Um, yeah, that was, like I said, that's my biggest he issue. Won an Os- he was nominated for an Oscar the next year for his score for Forrest Gump. A year after. He's a wonderful. <laughs> he's a wonderful composer. Yeah, he's done, but but he's done like fifty fifty with he crap. He needed to buy good. a new car or something. Maybe he's like, I yeah. gotta get down yeah. to business. But his IMDb does read like Forrest Gump, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> like, I mean, with the exception of John Williams and maybe Hans Zimmer, although Hans Zimmer's done some shit yeah. too. Yeah, uh, there are very good scores for very shitty movies. Yeah, this is not one of them. Uh, Steve Jablonski does great scores for all the Transformers movies. Mm. So oh, um, poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I think there are two ways that I would approach fixing this. Uh, The first is you just burn it to the ground and you start over and you make like a Lego movie style, Mm -hmm. you know, something that's a little more Mm -hmm. happy. And that was almost what I suggested for my real good. Lego movie? Yeah. Oh, really? It feels like take a weird property and make a movie out of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and and I think that the energy that uh, Lord and Miller have with, with those movies is really good. And it sort of fits that Nintendo thing but my other thing would be I would find this movie at least interesting if it wasn't a Super Mario Brothers movie like if you just stripped the names away from everything and you got rid of some of the the really pointless callbacks like the thwomp boots and and things like that I think then you have an interesting journey to the center of the earth style Mm -hmm. um, movie that even though I wouldn't like it I wouldn't be stuck going but why is this a Super Mario Brothers <laughs> yeah. movie? Why is this? Why is this? Why? And then I wouldn't even care about if Mario did anything or not. Mm-hmm. Because it, it doesn't matter if yeah. it's just, you know, you if, if this yeah. was just Dino Hatton, if that was the name of the movie, Dino okay. Hatton, you know? It's just called Plumber Alert. Plumber <laughs> Alert, yeah. If it's just called Plumber Alert, I think I would have an easier way in. But when you put everything together... And you, you, it is a Super Mario Brothers movie, and it's like a fucking neon nightmare for me, and I hate it, and it, and it's, <laughs> and it, it's, it just really attacked my sensibilities. I am going to rate this as a category three bad movie. Oh, that's pretty high. I, for I yeah. really, really did. I not. almost did expect higher, but it's still pretty high for you. Is it two well, out of five? Yeah, yeah okay. five is the worst. And I know what we're watching next week. It's going to be up there. And it's going to be up there. So I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. But it's still, it really was just, as I've said before, it felt like an assault Mm. to me that I just kept getting punched in the face. On my scale of possessed mushroom puppets, (laughs) (laughs) out of five, I give this a five because I love it. 
Okay. Oh, mushroom puppets are good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just good. like a star rating. Right. Yeah. That I. But sometimes it's a reverse star rating. Like not with you. For mine, yes. But with everybody. My yeah. okay. my system is a star rating of enjoyment. Right. So well, like yeah, Manos, I think I either gave zero or one. I think you gave it a one. I think you gave it one. Yeah. I think I didn't, didn't. Don't. I think I haven't given zeros because if I was going to give zeros, it'd be to Manos. Uh, so I think <laughs> I gave one possessed possessed mushroom puppet. I mean, uh, that's fair. You sounded Manos. so distressed in that Manos episode. <laughs> so was. I should have watched that movie with somebody else because yeah. I was having a rough time watching that movie. Which <laughs> is why we're doing a group screening of next week's movie. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, so five for me, Rachel. Um, I'm gonna give it a C, a middle mm-hmm. of the road. Um, F being terrible, terrible movie. A being an okay movie. <laughs> like a what? <laughs> so there's going. no good movies on this. <laughs> there's no great movies that exist. No, no. Like in the context of, because like all the movies that we review in real bad are going to be real bad. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. So like the. Most that you can get is like okay. <laughs> um, I think Matt would disagree uh, with you. Maybe that then me with that in mind, maybe I'll change it to like a B minus. Okay, so it's a B minus on the real bad scale. Yes, okay. on the real bad scale. That's fair. If this were in real love, I would say a C. Okay. Alright. We've watched worse movies than this for real love. <laughs> like practical magic. And legend. Oh God, um, I'm the pee pee flush poop flush. Yeah, you are <laughs> European toilet system. Uh, gosh, would I even flush at all? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want? I guess just a single pee flush like Dune. <laughs> this movie is is the same as Dune. Okay, <laughs> that's the, the, gotta put that on the DVD box. It's kind of worth. This know movie's the same one. as yeah. Dune. Dune, you, I fell asleep on. This one, I was at least like interested. Yeah, because in it's watching. ninety minutes long and it's for children. Well, no, it's, it's also not for children. Freaking no. punching you know. in the face the whole time. You yeah. can't fall asleep in this. It's true. It's like somebody trying. You're trying to fall asleep. Somebody shaking you. I'd rather be punched in the face than bored. Bored sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe would have been a better movie if it had been a Donkey Kong movie, and they would have stayed in New York the whole time. Mm. Mario and Luigi in New York the whole time. And he would have had to save his girlfriend, who basically looks like the girlfriend in Donkey Kong anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, like, Princess what? Peach yeah. looks I mean, basically I know the her same. Name. Yeah. It's Paulina. I, yes. Uh, I was kind of really hoping for some slight Donkey Kong reference when he turns Scapelli into, into a monkey an with a tie on. Yeah. Obviously, oh, he just picked up a ha- oh, no, he couldn't pick up a hammer. He a picked barrel. up a barrel. Yeah, like yeah. he just like he goes off to the side and finds a barrel. He's like. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, hmm. oh, it's going to be Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think yeah. that was the intention. Maybe. I don't think Donkey Kong was wearing a tie at that point. 93? <laughs> oh, oh maybe yeah, he, he was. was. You think? Yeah, As I think a, he was. NES? It depends on when the Donkey Kong game for the Game Boy came this out. Is That's when he first wore his tie. Just occurring to me, and now I'm like, oh my God. He didn't wear a tie in the original arcade game. No, I know, but oh. like, I think this was all, I don't know, anyway. Yeah. But the Donkey Kong reference, I think, could have been. But yeah. uh, but one P flush it. I think is fine. Okay, one P flush that's better than I could give it. So excellent. So now we want <laughs> Nick's to buying in a new toilet, oh, man. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so at this point, what we want to do is try to give you something to get the taste out of your mouth of a terrible movie, and it's called Real Good. Sam, what is Real Good? It doesn't have to relate to the movie, right? Well, I'll give you some leeway because I really struggled as uh, well to come up with something that relates to the movie. I just saw what was in Matt's notes, and I'm kicking myself. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, real good would be 
Well, if you want a real good Mario thing, play Super Mario 3D World. There you <laughs> that's go. That's the best Mario game ever made. I think that's yeah. great advice. Yeah. If yeah. you want a good Mario thing, I would say play the Wii U. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. games aren't movies because they're perfect games. You yeah. don't need to make a movie out of it. I agree. Yeah. Rachel? Um, I forgot to think about this. Um, <laughs> I think I had something in my brain, but now I can't remember. I'd say just watch, watch, just watch the movie. Just watch Super Mario Brothers yeah, the movie. That's almost it. what I, I mean, was gonna say. Like I was like, it's, just rewatch this movie. Just because watch it's good. the movie and be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good stay-at-home, sick on the couch movie. Oh yeah, and that's definitely. how I judge a lot of my. If movies. you need to vomit. It's there for you. No. This is a heartwarming brotherly love movie. It is. Maybe having me having a brother and associating my brotherhood so much with playing Mario games makes Mm. me like this better. I ain't got no brother. Well, I know, but (laughs) I don't know. I love Mario games. Yeah. Like, Mm. I really, I've never played the 3D one, Mm -hmm. but I've played pretty much every iteration of Mario and I've loved every single one of them. Except for two. Two's weird, but. Two's fine. Two's complicated. But it's fine. Yeah. yeah, Matt, what's real good? Even though I already know what's real good, what's real good? It's honestly, I don't know that it's real good, but it is. It's not. I think, but I think it's better to most people <laughs> than Super Mario Brothers. It came out a few years beforehand, and it's maybe the only other like directly tied to Nintendo live action movie. Mm-hmm. And it's The Wizard, yeah, with Fred Savage, mm-hmm. where his little brother is, I think, on the spectrum a little bit. They don't necessarily address that in the movie, but it's very good at video He's games. Real good at games, and they need to get across the country to go to a video game tournament. No, the Nintendo World Championship. Yes. To oh, play Mario Three. I remember what I was. But that's gonna the say. first time Mario Three was ever seen. Yeah. Jumanji. Oh, that's a that great, also that is a oh, really shoot. good suggestion. Because yeah. it's like dual dimensional. Yeah. And like they go and be well, I guess they don't really go in between. They never go to Jumanji. They, they never go to they, Jumanji. They bring the Jumanji they bring world Jumanji into their world. Into their world. Yeah. Well, and Robin um, Williams goes to Jumanji. Yes. Yeah. And he's trapped there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that new sequel is gonna be even more like Mario Brothers, except very bad. Yeah. And it's, what? <laughs> it's gonna be video game Jumanji. I think the trailer looks good. I think Jack Black and The Rock might be an unbeatable combination. Yes, I, I love. I love Jack Black, and I love. I look the forward Rock. to watching Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. In just a few months on Real Bad. <laughs> Boy, your face will be red. Yeah, bet it will when I don't see that movie. <laughs> Oof. It's going um, to be real, real bad. Uh, my Real Good is a movie that we've already talked about today, which is DOA. Uh, it's a good movie made by this director team, mm-hmm. at least when I saw it a long time ago. <laughs> I want to rewatch it again because I really enjoyed it when I was a kid because I thought it was a really cool thriller. Um, but it's called DOA. It's Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan, uh, and it's a very competent mystery. Sounds like it sounds good. And there are a lot of elements that I still remember where he's convinced that Meg Ryan either was the person who tried to kill him or knows who it was. And so he puts super glue on his hand when she's not looking. And at one, and then at one point he grabs her. Whoa. <laughs> he grabs her arm. And so now they're stuck. <laughs> and uh. it's it's actually like it, it, this may not work now that I'm older, but at the <laughs> time I thought it was um, really enjoyable. So, yeah, DOA, check it out. It's very Hitchcockian. So that's going to do it for this episode of Real Bad. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Matt, for joining me. Thank and, you for um, having us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam and Rachel, where can people find you? 
go to our Twitter. Um, so because we post which movies we're going to watch for our episodes, and also we post the episodes every week um, at Real Love Pod. Yeah, excellent, Matt. Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Matthew Gatos, and you can find us at Real Bad Pod um, on the Twitters. And that's pretty much it. We're on SoundCloud, but I prefer you go to iTunes and actually rate and review us. That would be really nice if you yeah, did that. I'd appreciate do it. it. Five stars, just like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Not 15% Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, we've already got one review on there. And I, uh, thank you to Teresa for reviewing us. That was yeah. very nice. Um, okay. We are all going to be at PodCon. Yeah. Which is December 9th and 10th. Um, I will have some stickers. I believe Rachel and Sam will have something to hand out, and I'm going to give Matt some stickers to hand out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> this is the only thing I do that would really have anything to do with PodCon. Yeah. So I will have stickers yeah. as well that Nick will make. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to be doing any content. I'm going to be um, hosting a couple things. Yeah. I will be running, kind of, <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. Oh, running around? Uh, right. No, um, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I will be uh, co-running with Caitlin Hoffmeister a speed meetup where basically you can come and then it's like speed dating and you can meet other people who have other podcasts. And so you can make that initial icebreaker. Hello. Yeah, it is. It's uh, I've been watching that email thread and it's really good. Uh, And then I'm going to be. Uh, with also with Caitlin Hoffmeister uh, doing a thing where we can facilitate getting feedback on your ideas oh. so everybody can get together and we're going to talk about how to review and how to accept uh, critiques Cool. Um, the best way to look at that um, which we've done for screenplays a lot and um, I'm looking forward to doing it this way I'm also going to be doing a basically a pod podcast 101 what kind of technology do you need to get started which spoiler alert not much <laughs> and um and sort of the how to's of how to get it out there and how to make sure everything is connected and mm-hmm. how you can get it tonight to itunes and everything and then the rest of it's just going to be me geeking out about all the other podcasts yeah, people that i want to see cool people there that there. you should go watch yes it is going to be really cool and it's in seattle which is my favorite city yeah so Seattle's awesome i've never, never been, been there, there in december I don't know how that's going to I've been be. there a few times it's just in rainy. December. Is this rainy? Yeah. You yeah. might get snow, but, but it's... like, they get two inches and they're like, it's the apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I lived there at the beginning of winter mm. and they, I like didn't have to go to work five times because the bus wasn't running <laughs> yeah. and they were just like... They shut down because they don't know how to drive in snow. Yeah, so I guess nobody has to come to work Hopefully the town today. is not shut down while we're there. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got stuck at the airport because they had like an inch of snow. And they were like, whoa, we don't know if we can do this. Those cowards. Yeah. Sorry, Seattle. We love you. We're fine. I do love you, Seattle. You are you are terrific. Uh, we love you, Seattle. <laughs> um, Mr. Fraser Crane. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the same as your toad impersonation. <laughs> I got one impression. Yeah. I got Jazz my tacos Fraser out, Sam. And toad. Hey, that's baby, it. I hear the music calling. <laughs> Toss salad and scrambled eggs. That's how you do a Fraser. Ah, oh, that, I thought that was toad. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a mushroom. Anyway. Oh. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for sticking around this long. (laughs) Matthew. I'm trying to let you, but I couldn't get over on a mushroom. He is a mushroom. I'm a mushroom. It's his catchphrase. (laughs) It is. You're not steeped in the mythology. Yeah, whenever you pick Toad in Mario Kart, he goes, I'm a mushroom. (laughs) 
<laughs> the mushroom queen. <laughs> oh god! And next week we are doing truly one of the most despicably awful things I have ever seen. But until then, this has been real bad. Mm-hmm.